What's up, party people? Going on in this episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast, we'll keep you up to date with all the news that's going on in the NFL. And today we're talking about quarterbacks, which quarterbacks are worth your pick, whether they be early or later in the draft, all that and much more on this episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. All right, Brain. You don't like me and I don't like you. Well, let's just do this and I can get back to killing you with beer. You are now tuned into the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. Podcast. This place is an untapped resource. I love it! With your host, Flex the Bliss. You must think I'm pretty stupid. I'm dangerous. I'm very, very dangerous. And Alex Marchetti. Your voice is like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. For the everyday fantasy sports player. I would rather listen to Fran Drescher for eight hours. Help! Now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. They're a bunch of f***ing amateurs. And now, on with the show, Party People. What's up, Party People? Welcome, 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 welcome to another fantastic episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau Podcast. I am your man, 50 Grand Flex Hitless, here with my co-host, live and direct, with much respect, Alex Marchetti. <laughs> What's going on, party people? Thank you for tuning in to the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. As always, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at BFB Podcast. The handle for both the Instagram and Twitter at BFB Podcast. I feel like I dropped that too quickly, right? You dropped that like uh, it was hot. Yes. Like a hot baked potato. Yeah. Is that where we're going with this? <laughs> with no flavor. That rhymes. Was it supposed to? Where's the butter and shots? There we go. <laughs> I'm allergic to no flavors. I'm about to break out with hives. You know Ooh, what? Dropping dimes. It all it all works. It's all good. In all in all formats. All right. All, all, all levels. Um so yeah, follow us once again on our Instagram, on our Twitter at BFB Podcast. Check out the website at Better Fantasy Bureau. The first newsletter is going to go out this week. This week, so sign up, uh, register to our newsletter, and it's going out this week. And we're going to give you all that fantasy goodness to get you prepared for your draft, and especially during in season with our updates of the Who's Hurts list, which is basically the injury updates and who to play, who we like, this, that, and third. Right. Right. I guess that seems about right. Have you been watching any of the preseason games? A little bit. A little bit? A little bit. Not a lot then. I like Mike Boone. Okay. He's looking good. It's Alexander Madison still the guy. Yeah. Maybe. 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 Um, Garoppolo didn't look good against the nope. Denver Broncos. Nope. He did not. But, you know, uh, it's either... The Broncos defense is really good, or he's just just a little rusty. Could be that too. You're in a very sing songy mood, right? Everything you're saying is just like in a song. Like I hear a, a, a certain kind of rhythm through everything you're saying. Maybe. Okay. Did Did you watch like a lot of show tunes like like on your days your day no, off yesterday? Or I'm not into show tunes. I'm sorry. Did, did something you know? Did you go to a Broadway musical or some no, sort? No, 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 no. Don't have the time for that. You you came out you came wearing I ain't a got sh- time for that. You came you're still singing. You came with a Chicago hat and a Chicago shirt and uh in a very sing songy mood. Well my shirt says we are Chicago. It says we the- run. Oh. <laughs> yeah. We run Chicago. I was about to say I'm like we are Chicago. Like, as I was saying that, I was like, that doesn't make any sense. We run Chicago. Okay. And the hat I'm wearing is the Chicago Marathon. So I'm just trying, you know, focus. For the Chicago Marathon that's coming up in two months. How many I'm marathons really, have you really, run? Really, 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 really not ready for. How many marathons have you ran? This, this is going to be my third. Your third marathon? Yes. The other two are the New York Marathon. The New York City Marathon. How is running a marathon? Very grueling. What is the point? I don't know. <laughs> what is the point? <laughs> you know what? It just, you ever seen Forrest Gump, of course. He, he has no idea why he's running. Yeah, he just, he just ran. running. But, you know, Forrest Gump also. Nah, it's, you know, why, what is the point? It's pretty much, you know, another way to try to stay, you know, fit. 
I don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I know, I know, I know. The main point is is that some people just literally enjoy running. Some people run for a cause. Some people just want to say that they could push and make that feat. I get. I I would I, never want to train for a marathon. I I, I I see people that are a lot older than me, twice my age, and they're running. And what I see is like I want to be when I'm their age. I want to be that person. Yeah. That, no. That, that, that yeah. No. That I is running that. and it's kicking that young boy's butt. You know, like. Cause there's some that just smoke me. I'm like, whoa. I'm like, damn, right. you're, you're, you're you're so old that you're killing me. And I'm like, I'm like, I have to step it up. No, no. Like I said, I I I, I get the point. Don't get me wrong. It's, yeah. I'm just making a joke there. But it's uh, you know, but not not to insult anybody that runs in marathons. But the point is, is that I I I personally hate running. So it, it shows. You could you could it shows on me that I personally hate running unless I'm playing basketball or any kind of sport. Then you know, but I know running in itself, I guess, is a sport if you're racing, whatever. But marathon running, I don't know. Is that considered a sport? Marathon running? Yes, of course. Right? Yeah. Okay. It's in the Olympics, come on, bro. Marathon running is an Olympic sport. Yes, you could get a gold medal for the for the fastest marathon. Yes, in the that's Olympics. racing. Marathon running. Well, I could get a medal. But it's not Olympic sport marathon running. It's not who can well, run the long, get the you know the, a long sprint. It's just a race is a is a sport, not the marathon run. Because people mar- just run the marathon to go. Of course, people want to complete the marathon. You get the medal. It but is it's a not- race. Like let's say if I just I didn't qualify for anything and I'm just gonna run. No, yeah, and but, I, but if it's I not an Olympic time, sport. And if I beat a time, I do get a prize. So yes, it is a race. But is marathon an Olymp- Is marathon running an Olympic sport? Yes. We're going to find this out. Go ahead. Marathon running Olympic Games. Let me see. It says something about gold medal. No, 2016. I don't know. I guess. I didn't. I guess. I don't know. Come on, bro. Anyhow. Uh, yeah, I would never. I, would, I strongly doubt I would ever Come run on, a marathon. Even in the Olympics, they have like the like the fastest walking marathon or whatever. Like they're walking, the speed walking. Once again, that's a race. Yeah, a lot of people don't run the marathon for it to be a race. A yes. lot, some people do, but a lot. I I would. Well, maybe I'm wrong. I never ran it. I'm assuming the vast majority of people, because there is a massive amount of people that run these marathons, don't run it to race. They run it to complete it. Yes, which is already a feat of itself, you know? Of, of course, 100%. And, I, I don't, realistically, uh, to be, and they're being realistic because they know they're not going to beat no one's time. They're not going to run a two-hour and four-minute marathon, you know? The, uh, a first-time marathon runner... If they get under four hours, that's a uh, that's great, you know. But for the most part, people are finishing around five hours, maybe six hours, you know. That are not really athletes, you know, or very active. Uh, but they don't treat it at, as if it was a race, no. But they do treat it like if it's a goal. But right. if let's say I'm gonna run a marathon and then I feel great and then I end up being like the first of my age, right? Like my first of my age, I do get a prize for that. No, no, yeah. There's there's gains, there's incentives, of course. But you know what I'm saying. But it's like when you, you know, I it, I just still think there's a once once again. What do I know? I never ran a marathon, and I don't run. So what do I know? Anyway, um, running is not really this. You know, like what I like the most. I like triathlons. So that's that's why I like. I I enjoy that much more than just running. Triathlons is you know would just swim, bike, run. I enjoy that much more. Yeah, don't like any of that. Yeah, you should try it. No, I, I enjoy swimming, but that's as far as, it, but not for, you like, know. Like or when you're swimming, you're like floating and like your belly's out and shit. No. And you're just in water. Like a little whale. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I'm actually a pretty strong swimmer. Pretty strong? Yeah. Even when I was, uh, even when I used to, when I, when I used to back in the days when I used to smoke cigarettes, I was still, you know, very, very, very strong swimmer. Anyways, we're getting way off topic. Nine minutes about running. Congratulations, though, <laughs> by the way, with, uh, with, with your training for your marathon. And uh, if I die, you know why. Yeah, don't die. Uh, let's get into the news. Let's talk about the sports and fantasy football. We still got a lot to talk about, as always. Let's get through the news and what's going on in the NFL. Big, big news, which a lot of people are talking about. I'm sure a lot of people are probably sick of hearing. I know I'm a little bit sick of hearing about it. Josh Gordon reinstated back into the NFL. What does this mean for you? Uh, if you own him in Dynasty, you're happy once again. But he's just a big, big tease for me. <laughs> I know um, people like what what round do you think he's gonna go now? 
Um, I mean, I see him more or less as jumping like a, to the tenth. I see eighth? him. No, I see him like in the top. Well, maybe, yeah. I see him like in the I don't know about eight, but I see him like about a top thirty uh, wide receiver. So you're saying that he's gonna be selected like right now? His average ADP is in the middle, in the towards the middle or end of the eighth. He's he's he already jumped to the eighth. He's in the middle end of the eighth. Do you think he's gonna complete the season? You know what? I'll tell you the truth. I think we're we're, we're about where he's going right now. He's going about wide receiver thirty eight, right? Right now, currently on fantasyfootball.com. Yeah, I have him a little higher than that. I have him more or less around like thirty two, somewhere around there, right? Okay. I I just think that because the thing is, of course, there. I don't think there's anybody. Fair enough to say, I don't think there's anybody else in the NFL that's on more thinner ice than Josh Gordon, right? Yes. Fair enough to say. He is on thin, thin, thin ice. Anything happens at any given time with Josh Gordon, they're going to, like, you know, they're going to snatch it away from him right away. Now, um, with that being said, he's obviously still Josh Gordon. If you just look at it this way, he's Josh Gordon with Tom Brady throwing in the football. I mean, that's really, at the end of the day, what you think about. He's still a freak talent. If he wouldn't have had all his off-the-field issues, and stayed in the NFL, he, I think he would have been up there with the arguments as arguably one of the better wide receivers, if you know, one of the top 10 wide receivers in the NFL, if he stayed healthy enough and, you know, could play, right? Yeah. So uh, with that being said, if, you know, that's the whole thing. For him to stay healthy and for him to stay on the field, not have any off-the-field issues – I think that's like about right where you take him because of all the other risks involved. You know what I mean? There's so much more risks that's involved with Josh Gordon. At the same time, there's also like a lot of reward that's involved with him. So well, last time he had a full season was his fresh, um, his rookie year. Exactly. You know? That's what I'm saying. Is he still even in NFL shape? I mean, the last time he even caught passes was like December of last year. You know what I mean? Almost a full year. How NFL ready is he mentally and everything like that as well? So, I mean, I, I think it's okay. I think it's okay. Eighth round pick because... The ceiling is still very high for him, you know. Uh, yeah, I, it's it's high. That's what people are expecting, but but he, but because of the risk that's there, that's why he's so low as like around like the thirties. All right, if you equate his fantasy points per game, he ranked as a thirty fifth wide receiver, which I said is he's around the thirties. I think it's about right where he's going. So you know you could take that and see you know. You know, see if it, it ends up paying dividends, but uh, I, I don't know. Like, I, ne- I never was a Josh Gordon owner before. I know people that held to, uh, held on to him in Dynasty and also drafted him really early just for the expectation of waiting for what we saw this kid in his first and second year do, you know, because he has amazing talents. But, you know, he has a sickness, you know, he's, you know, He's dealing with, uh, you know, with drug abuse and, and and stuff. So, you know, he's going at least he's going to mid thirties, which is somewhere where he should be going. But I'm a pivot. I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take any shares of Josh Gordon. I, I wouldn't mind it. Like I said, I think he's going around the right the, the the right spot. I don't think he's going too high. I don't think he's going too low. I, I you know, I mean, obviously the lower the better, but I just think it's about right where he's going. You know, it's about right with the expectations you have him. Put it this way: Josh Gordon right now is a wide receiver three with upside. That's basically how you see it. So he's going around the wide receiver three range, and I, I think that's fine. I think it's fine to take Josh Gordon in the eighth. With upside or with a uh, possibility of missing games. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. He's a, that's why he's a wide receiver three, because of all that risks. Yeah. If he didn't have any of these risks, he's a wide receiver one. But because of all these risks that he has, that's why he's a wide receiver three. Gotcha. So, you know, sticking with the Patriots, uh, the Julian Edelman is now off the NFL's not injury list and is back to work. Uh, he passed his physical. Monster this yeah. year. So what I think what this does with mainly now we just know Julian Edelman. We know what he does. We know what his burp there. We know what he's capable of. We know what he could do. Um, <clears throat> so PPR is a monster, of course. He's Tom Brady's favorite target. He's a veteran in the game. You know, he's PPR. He's going to kill uh, week in, week out. Great starter. You know, especially now that he's available, he's the type of guy that you could put in as a strong wide receiver if you went like running back heavy in the start of a draft. But um, 
what I believe that this mainly does is the Josh Gordon reinstatement. Now you have Demarius Thomas running sprints. Now you got Julian Edelman back. I think it increases Tom Brady a little bit, not too much, but increases him a little bit. But what it mainly does is that it lowers also Jacoby Myers because he has still been balling out in preseason games. He just went, he went caught for six or six passes the other day too and went for a two-point conversion. He's still greatly impressive. He's overplaying Nikhil Harry. This drops Nikhil Harry a lot. James White, you know, is still going to be involved in that passing game. So now when you got James White involved, you got Josh Gordon back, you got Julian Edelman back. At best, it looks like that Jacoby Myers would, you know, I think he's done enough to secure a roster spot. But it looks like at best, as of right now, he's like the fourth target on that team. I'm not looking at any rookies. You know, yeah, for this the, team. N- N- you N- know, N- the impact for for rookies is very, uh, you know, it, it's it, it doesn't happen. It's, it's very infrequent. So you know, Julian Edelman, regardless, right now he's going as the wide receiver fifteen. Last season, he ended up as a wide receiver twelve. If you look at fantasy points per game. Now with the gape and hole that no Gronkowski, you're looking at more targets for the MV, the Super Bowl MVP Julian Edelman. Uh, he he's he's you're getting him at a good value because he's going as a f- the 15 wide receiver. You know he has the potential to not even not not alone end up as a t- top 12 wide receiver, but he could end up as a PPR monster where he's the top six wide receiver for this team. You know and uh. You know, that, that's the only pl- player that I'll be targeting, looking to target in this Patriots offense. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I could, he's definitely like somebody I'm, I'm looking to target for the offense. And, uh, you know, like you just said, and I just think mainly it just hurts just more. Jacoby Myers, don't draft no rookies. For redraft leagues, Dynasty, I would take him a little more, but that's about it. Yeah. You know, uh, Antonio Brown files another grievance. Yeah. What can we say? <laughs> I, this is this more content for Hard Knocks? I don't know, but it is what it is. It's Antonio Brown. He just he's a drama queen, you know. Just stop it, Antonio Brown. Are you drafting Antonio Brown this year? If he falls, yes. I, falls I'm, how much? Let's say I end up getting one of the top picks, right? Like first pick uh like the fourth pick right 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 now he's going as the ninth wide receiver overall in the middle of the second middle of the second so yeah like if he ends up on the turn like on the second round for me i I might take it yeah i might take a chance of course you're talking about a wide receiver that ended up as like top three wide receiver for like the last five seasons although you know he's playing with a new quarterback he's still gonna be a target monster he's gonna get a lot of targets since 2010 antonio brown ranks First in receptions. There you with, go. With 837. He ranks first in receiving yards with 11,207. He ranks first in receiving first downs with 540, 546. And he ranks first in touchdowns with 74. This is all with Ben Roethlisberger. He has not done good without him. On average, without Ben Roethlisberger, he's getting about 68 yards a game, four catches a game. Like... <laughs> his his production dropped dramatically without Roethlisberger for the few games that he's played. Without I'm curious to know what what uh, like what wide receiver or uh, which uh, you know what position he falls as a wide receiver when uh, he didn't play with Ben Roethlisberger. Right. I mean, I'll look into the get. I'll get all those numbers 100 percent for tomorrow. But I just okay. know that his averages of yards and his averages of catches have dropped dramatically without Roethlisberger. So. We all know that Antonio Brown is definitely a talent, but how much, you know, we talk about Derek Carr and his, he's not as good as a quarterback as Ben Roethlisberger. It's just how much rapport does he have with Derek Carr? That's what scares me the most. And it just shows proven more because if you look at when Aaron Rodgers went down like two years ago, how bad Jordy Nelson did. Jordy Nelson did a dramatic, dramatic difference without Aaron Rodgers. But, Devontae Adams still thrived, uh, even with uh, Brett Hundley throwing the ball. Yeah. So I, I remember I did the numbers. I don't have them in front of me. Uh, um, you know, I'll probably post it up again on the, on the Instagram. But Brent Hundley did very, very well 
for Devontae Adams, and he didn't do good for Jordy Nelson. Now, we all thought Jordy Nelson was a talent, and he still was a talent, of course. He was, you know, he was very, very good. But Jordy Nelson was mainly good because of Aaron Rodgers. I don't think that's the same case for Antonio Brown. I still see Antonio Brown still have the ability to ball out, but that also depends on his rapport with Derek Carr because when he didn't have Ben Roethlisberger, he did very poorly. So that's the scary thing for me. Well, look at it this way. With with Derek Carr, right, back in 2016, Michael Crabtree ended up as a wide receiver 12. Yeah, but Michael Crabtree is like a red zone guy. Antonio Brown's an all-around guy, all of all of it. Like you know, Antonio Brown, like I said, you've seen all the numbers that he has. He's Michael Crabtree was never expected to be, you know, anything really for the most part. Antonio Brown, you know, if he falls anywhere outside the top ten, it's a bust. Amari Cooper ended up as a wide receiver fourteen for that season once. No, but I'm talking about the same season. Yeah, it was just one season, and you see, Derek, how many, you, Derek Carr had Michael Crabtree and Amari Cooper, and you, and they both ended up as top. 12, 14 wide and you receiver. see how bad Amari Cooper has done more bad than good for the for the Raiders. Yes, I guess uh, you know he's been inconsistent. I've been uh, a frustrated and more bad than good. A frustrated, uh, you know, Amari Cooper uh, owner in the before. past, yeah. of course. So, and you see, he's done more bad than good. Yeah. So it's like you know, that's saying when when Antonio Brown does not have Ben Roethlisberger, he does more bad than good. When he has Ben Roethlisberger, he just shines and like out outshines everybody else. <clears throat> Well, My you know, e- e- killing me. even with that, I think there's still, you know, if he falls outside the top 12 wide receiver in the drafts, it, it's, he's worth a pickup. He has that. He has the talent, you know, so I'll, I'll take a shot. I'm, w- I'm willing to take that chance for him. No, um, right? I mean, I'm a little iffy about it. I'm not 100 percent on board with Antonio. Brown. No problem. <clears throat> Uh, DK Metcalf needs knee surgery. Pete Carroll does not think he'll be out long. This is kind of crazy that his week one availability is still possible. I don't know about Why that. Why are you dancing? What do you, you, you're still in show twos mode. Yes, I am. Okay. Why are you dancing? Not because uh, I own David Moore stocks in our dynasty, and this is looking good. This is looking good. Um, This is looking good. Okay. Um. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so DK Metcalf, I don't, I don't understand how his week one is still possible with the fact that you literally had your knee cut open. What specifically is he getting done? It's is some it, sort of meniscus? like, it's some sort what of like, it? no, it's some sort of cleaning thing for the knee. It's something, to, to, some sort of cleaning operation. I remember I heard about it the other day well, on another podcast. Well, I you forgot. know, it's all like, it's all, you know, medicine is all very advanced now. So maybe there's that speedy recovery with it now, you know, so... There is a chance, but, you know, he's, you're talking about a rookie wide receiver. I don't know how much of an impact. You know, he's losing reps during this, uh, this you know, transition of getting this uh, done. So, uh, if, if anything, he's going to be behind the eight. You know, he's going to be behind, from, uh, you know, in the development. And this might hurt him. You know, maybe, you know, if he has all the talents, you know, he might – Submerge me maybe like mid season, like emerge to be a good uh, fantasy asset mid season, but not now. Well, we shall see. Um, Kian Allen suffering an angle injury, which probably more than likely would just keep him out for the remaining of the preseason, uh, for the whole preseason actually. And uh, but it seems that he'll be fine for week one. Uh, I know a lot of people tend to put that injury tag on Keenan Allen, that injury prone tag. I said it before. I don't think he's injury prone. I just thought he was unlucky because of some crazy injuries that are not likely to happen to football players happen to him. But uh, does this scare you about drafting Keenan Allen no more? No, no, no. If right. he drops, I'm snag him. And you're still not saying this because you took him in Dynasty. Nothing to do with that at all. Mm. Second round pick for you in Dynasty. No. Nothing for you at all. No, no. Sure, sure. I'm not trying to jinx myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> um, all right, Marquette, let's get into it. Let's start talking about the quarterbacks. Uh, let's let you know. Uh, once again, just a quick reminder, follow us on uh, BFB Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter. And while you're listening to this, just give us a quick review. Come on. Stop it. Just rate us. Five stars or one. Whatever you feel. And give us a quick review. Five stars, preferably. Of course, preferably. But let's be real. You know, we're not experts like we said. Yes, you're right. We're just everyday fantasy sports players. We just think we're pretty damn good at this, and we just want to help you out. Um, <clears throat> obviously not as good as a microphone game. My throat is killing me. Uh, I wanted to start off 
And I know, you know, Pat Mahomes, we, you know, we both agree our number one quarterback, right? Yes, he is. Now, this, let me tell you something about Pat Mahomes. Uh, tell me. We both, we both think he's number one. We both know him as number one. We both see him as ending up as number one. But we don't recommend taking him because it's too high, correct? Third round. Second round. Second round? I jumped third to the round. End, he jumped to the end of the second. Jesus, no. Nah. Uh, you could get <clears throat> too much good of value in running backs and wide receivers to select uh, Pat Mahomes. So he's got an average eight, He's got an ADP of 12.2. That is way too high for us. And we both, not, neither of us are recommending to take him, but we're not mad at you not taking him. I will more than likely not be drafted Pat Mahomes. The thing is, it's kind of tempting a little bit to take him. Like, it's a little bit like you take a quarterback that early. You, you know, you kind of feel like you're living on the edge a little bit. And you like taking these gambles. And you know he's short-fired. He's going to give you those points. Granted, there's a ton of quarterbacks you can find late, late, later in the rounds that can still give you a ton of points. But it's just Pat Mahomes. Like, look at the year he had. And if you look at the past, anybody that had the kind of year he had with, like, you know, the 50-touchdown year, you know, kind of uh, – there's regression, right? There's always regression, right? Yes. Uh but still, if you look at it this way, out of the top 10 overall four players last year, four of them, out of the top 10 players last year overall, all players in all positions, four of them were quarterbacks. There's Pat Mahomes, uh, Matt Ryan, Ben Roethlisberger, and Deshaun Watson in that order, right? Mahomes put up the most fantasy points last year out of anybody. He put up 31.3 more fantasy points than who was second best, which was Saquon Barkley, right? Yeah. As far as the quarterbacks go, he put up 62 more points than the second best quarterback which is Matt Ryan there is bound to be regression as I said but as good as he was last year these are the pros right this is the pros for taking Pat Mahomes if your league as like a six like touch if you're each touchdown at six points if you take away 10 touchdowns away from Pat Mahomes he's still quarterback number one if your touchdown for your league is four points Right? Yeah. Take away 15 touchdowns. He had 50 touchdowns last year. Take away 15. Make it 35. He's still the quarterback number one. You know what I mean? You take away 1,000 yards from Pat Mahomes. Take away 1,000 yards. He's still the quarterback number one. So it's basically, even if he regresses, even if he shows regression, I think most leagues, like I said, I think most leagues, I think are the four... Uh, touchdown for, for for quarterback leagues, which I think they should be. If it's six, it's a lot. And I just think it gives Pat Mahomes more value, So, which we always recommend. Know your league settings. Know what's going on in your league. But um, for four touchdowns, pass, for four points for touchdown passes, like I said, take away a whopping 15 touchdowns. He will still be the quarterback number one. So that's the main, that's the main thing. I guess if you want to look for the pros about taking him, even if he has a regression year, he will still more than likely be a quarterback number one. You just got to ask yourself, is the juice worth the squeeze? Is that high much of a price, that much valuable to you? There will be somebody in your league, in every league, there is going to be somebody that is going to think that the juice is worth the squeeze. And they're going to take him. Yeah, they're going to take him. And you know what? Let them pay the price, but I'm not paying that price, you know, because I'd rather go for someone that I could get at a cheaper price. That might give, you know, equivalent numbers. No, no. There, well, there, there hasn't been a quarterback that, that has finished number one back-to-back, and I, I think never, forever. So I doubt that. Look up the stats. Okay. I, I, we, went over, we went over this a while ago. Um, and, you know, you're pretty much betting the odds that he's going to end up Finishing back to back, to back as a number well, one Well, like I said, even if you took away 15 touchdowns, he still would be quarterback number one last year. Yeah. But like I said, even with regression, it's more than likely he's going to be the quarterback number one, even with regression. And he's got the weapons on his team. Yeah, Tyreek got- Hill, Travis Kelsey, Andy Reid offense. Even with Miko, I mean, I'm, I don't love Sammy Watkins. He's on my do not draft list. But even with Miko Harmon, who is fast, and if Sammy Watkins gets hurt, which he more than likely probably will, He's got a lot of weapons. It's unfair. It's unfair, but you know I'm not paying for that price. You know you gotta look for you gotta look at trends as well. You know we we went we we looked at last season a couple of times and who finished as the number one quarterback the last six games? All right, you got Patrick Mahomes, but Deshaun Watson is right there. Well, Deshaun o- Watson only, only the by nine 10. points. You know, and and Josh Allen only by nine like like eight points. So Deshaun Watson, our, he's a player that I'll target. 
you know, that's going two rounds later, two it's and a half rounds still later. Still too high. Which you believe is still too high, but at least you're getting him in the fifth, and you can still get four solid picks in the no, first no, no, four no, rounds. No, no, no. I, 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 I get it. At the end of the day, it's, the only saying is this. I'm, I'm not recommending to take Pat Mahomes at all. But someone is going to believe that it is worth it, and it. And I'm telling you the cons about it is that you're going to expect regression from such a phenomenal year, and even if you take away, like I said, regression, even if you show regression, you take away a total of a thousand yards, he will still be the quarterback number one. So even if he regresses, it shows that he could still be QB one. Here's a little nugget: Who has the worst uh, schedule with the quarterback matchup? Well, Which quarterback has the worst schedule or the hardest Pat schedule? Mahomes. It's, it's Pat Mahomes. Do you think that really matters when the Andy Reid offense and all those weapons and Pat Mahomes being who he is? Well, it, to uh, for to select him that high in in drafts, you know that's something that you do have to consider. At at the end of the day, we both agree that it's just too much for a quarterback. Yes, let's move on. You know that's that's all we do. That's that's that, that that's all we say. You know, like I said, you could talk about all the regression you want about him and how difficult it's going to be for him. But like I said, you take away all that stuff and he still ends up as QB1 last year. I'm just trying to tell my listeners, you know, our listeners, sorry about that, Flex, that, hey, you don't need to select Pat Mahomes at, at this high of a price. There are, there's other quarterbacks that you could get at a good good price that will pay dividends. Deshaun Watson going as quarterback two. Uh, I think we're both okay with that. And Aaron Rodgers right after him. I think I, we both have Deshaun Watson over Aaron Rodgers, correct? Yes. We both have that. Uh, once again, once you get to the fifth, I know you're a little more comfortable taking Deshaun Watson there because you feel like maybe you got two running backs, two wide receivers. I still say it's too high for um, for a quarterback. Yeah, but you could justify the case there. You know, you could just. Well, I took Deshaun Watson last year and I won, but I took him like in the sixth. Sixth round, right? But the point yeah. was is that I I justify the case a lot more if it's based on the stack. Because you wanted to stack. Yeah, the when you have that. Wide receiver. And especially, see, now this is the thing. When you look for all these top three quarterbacks, they all have top wide receivers. If you stack Pat Mahomes or Tyreek Hill, that's a crazy stack. If you stack. Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers, that's a crazy stack. You stack Deshaun Watson with DeAndre Hopkins. Like, they all have, like, top, top wide receivers in the game, you know? Yeah. You stack Baker Mayfield, which which is coming after. Uh, Baker Mayfield going after Aaron Rodgers. You, You stack him with Odell Beckham Jr. That's understandable. I get that. Now, to talk a little bit about Baker Mayfield, you saw what's been going on in the news about him, about what he said about Daniel Jones. No, I missed it. No, I he basically he basically wow. said, "I uh, I think it's just crazy. I, I I it blows my mind that the not exactly in this order, you know, like not exactly like that, but he says it blows my mind that they took him in the round. You know what? I'll tell you the exact quote right now. What he told to uh, GQ magazine. Why is he bugging? I cannot he... believe the Giants took Daniel Jones. Blows my mind. Some people overthink it. What it mean? What makes a good quarterback? That's where they go wrong. They forget you got to win." Hey guys in our league, uh, I'm you know, I got Baker Mayfield on the block. I know you I got. Him. I'm trading him. <laughs> had, had Baker in charge. Yeah, I'm changing my name. What? What? Are, why is he butting in in other teams' uh, uh, business? Because he's a celebrity now, oh, and you know how it goes to people's heads. I don't like that. I do feel that a lot of a lot of the disrespect that Daniel, Daniel Jones is getting, and I said this before. I said this before before even preseason. I said this in an episode when he got booed by the when he was at the Yankee game. And people booed him. That was and hilarious, I, but yeah, that's. But it's disgusting because you know you're booing him. He did nothing. He did nothing. You should be booing his Gettleman. Yes, you should have been booing Gettleman at the time. Now he's looking good preseason. Okay, great, whatever. Because we all, we there's nothing we could have done. We could just hope that we got the best out of him, right? And now yes. he's looking. Like, he's doing really well. He looks really, really good, Daniel Jones. He's looking at he's looking like the best quarterback in the preseason right now. He is. He's looking at the he's looking yeah. like one of the best quarterbacks in the preseason. One hundred percent. Yeah, but, pre- but it's preseason, that's all right? we could have hoped for. We're not going to negate that we didn't want him. We're not. I'm still going to say that I still. I'm still going to say that I still wanted Josh Allen. I'm still going to say that I still wanted Josh Allen. Now, with all that being said, uh, it's just you know, what is what is just at the end of the day, what did Baker Mayfield? What have you done for you to say anything about anybody else? Because everybody's just. You know, bashing Daniel Jones. He hasn't even he hasn't even played an actual season game yet. Has Tom Brady done this? Even Aaron Rodgers? 
I don't. I can't think. Of I, I, I don't know. I don't, I, I, that I don't, has done something like. But this. it's just it's just the thing about Daniel Jones. I mean, let's not get too much into it. Us being Giants fans, but the thing is that like you know you. Daniel Jones hasn't even played an actual regular season NFL game yet, and people are just bashing him. Like, yo, he's done nothing. He didn't ask to get picked sixth overall. You know what I mean? Like, he's done. It's not his fault. None of this is his fault. And people are just bashing him. People are talking about, or you know, whatever. People could have their own opinions. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, Baker, you know, he just he, he gone to his head because he's a personable guy and he's such a celebrity now that and he has such a stacked team on paper now that he feels like he could, you know, well, he's on one six games. Come on. Stop. Baker, mind your own business and worry about your Browns. OK, word for real. But uh, speaking about Baker Mayfield, we got to believe that he's got to have a better year, right? I mean, with all on paper, with all the receivers that he has, he's got to believe that it's going to be fantasy gold. Yeah, he, but he's going pretty much where I expect him to go, you know, as a quarterback for. You know, if I have Odell, I will more than likely be looking at Baker in the sixth. Maybe might be reaching him in the fifth, depending on my, uh, you know, depending on my drafts. Like, like, for example, like I have <clears throat> and anybody in, this, in our league that's listening, you know, this is a little tidbit. I have the 11th pick. I am in a 14 team league with keepers. <clears throat> now, it was originally a 10 team league. Then it went up to a 12 team league. I was fine. I was and then it went to a keeper, keeper league, whatever. I'm not crazy about keeper leagues. I don't mind this dynasty. I'm not too crazy about keeper leagues because it just throws a lot of the draft off. By the way, I think you have to prepare more Well, in keeper leagues. Well, by the way, for a great way to prepare, which is now that I've been using the sleep wrap a lot this year more for the, for the draft, if you go on the sleep wrap, either on your phone or on the computer, you but when you start your mock draft and you put in your settings with the 14-team league, PPR, half PPR, dynasty, whatever it is, right? If there's a keeper in that league, you could manually put in that keeper. So I have the 11th pick in this 14-team league. All the keepers end up being six-round picks, right? So my keeper's Aaron Jones. I could just go to my six-round, click on it, and manually put in Aaron Jones right there. And everybody else in the league, there's a lot of keepers in this league. There's a lot of keepers taken. I could manually put in because the draft order's already been taken. That's pretty cool. So it helps me draft a lot better. So anybody who's listening we have no affiliation with them we're not sponsored by them at all but i absolutely love this app we're holding we're hosting our dynasty league on this app it's a fantastic app we got to see how it goes through in season if it goes great through in season how it plays through in season i might move the other league that i have to sleeper maybe you even might move yours to it because it's been fantastic the news the updates the research you could do on it has been amazing and the engagement with your leagues you yeah know, yeah there are other uh you know team owners you know i think it's pretty cool you could talk a little bit of smack and uh it has a little mascots i mean some of them are really corny yeah, let's get that, real that, that, but, <laughs> i don't know about that that's just too young i think it's me. cool no wait, watch it in game play i think it's cool well you know me i'm very much I, I like the gif the gif whatever you want to yeah, call the it GIF. The, the, the league chat is very good the league chat that's what i really like that's something that espn doesn't really provide what i really liked about yahoo is that you know the engagement with the chat but you know this this pretty much is a little it's taking a little bit of all the other apps and just making it. A I lot love better. that you can see the depth chart. I love you can see who are trend, who's trending and which one of the trends are available in your league. I love that you could also uh, see what the players done in their career. You could just literally click the player and it shows in the career what they've done. Like ESPN will show you what they've done in the year or what's been going on, like news. This one shows you the entire career, even color codes like what they've been doing in their career. Oh, oh yeah, what, oh, what like <clears throat> position they ended up if they ended up as a wide receiver, right? 13, so 30, 40, and it's just like whatever. click on that player profile and it gives you everything right there. It's but anyways, very, very inti- intuitive. And we're not sponsored by them. We're just saying it because we genuinely believe in it that much. But if you're in a keeper league, you can manually set the keepers into your draft by going to the sleeper app. Now, moving on. When I'll be looking for Baker, so I had the 11th pick. So I've done my mocks, right? I've been doing it, looking into it. So it looks like in the first round, I'm going to probably take a wide receiver more than likely. More than likely, I'm going to take a wide receiver. I have Aaron Jones as a keeper, and it's going to probably be either Tariq Hill, um, <clears throat> Michael Thomas, or Dell Beckham Jr. or Juju. Probably one of those, right? So if that's the case, if I get Odell and my keeper in the fifth round is Aaron Jones, I'll probably reach for Baker. Now, Baker's not a keeper because, you know, it's funny, the guy who took Baker, Baker's keeper eligible, I think. But I don't know if he was dropped at all. But in this, at least with this round's league, but the guy also drafted Pat Mahomes. Wow. So that's his keeper. That's his fifth round pick. There's a lot of people. In that league, look, it's Pat Mahomes, Marley Mack, Nick Chubb, Aaron Jones, Kenny Galladay, Austin Eckler, Sony Michelle, James Conner. That's eight eight out of seven teams have keepers. <clears throat> All right. 
<clears throat> that's a lot. Anyway, so I'll probably be looking for Baker Mayfield for that, for the that, for the for the point of the stack, for the whole thing about stacking them. So if I get Odell with my first round pick, I'll probably stack them, right? Yeah. So um with with Dick Gosa, with all this being said, uh you gotta really believe that with all the weapons that he has, he's gonna be doing better. And um since Freddie Kitchen took over last year, right? He took over week nine of last year for the Browns. Baker averaged 19 points per game. Now, there's very little stats that we have about Baker, and there's very little stats we have about Freddie Kitchens, but at least for this, when he took over week nine, he averaged 19 points per game. That would make him QB 11 last year on a points-per-game basis, just below Jared Goff and Aaron Rodgers, but above other QBs like Russell Wilson, Carson Wentz, Kirk Cousins, Tom Brady, right? Right. Before Freddie Kitchens took over, when he took before he took over for Hugh Jack uh, Jackson as the intermediate head coach of the Browns, Baker averaged fourteen point six games, point point six points per game. Excuse me. So yeah, with a full year in Freddie Kitchens' offense, one of the best wide receivers in the game, and Odell Beckham Jr. You still got Landry. It's another year with Joku to you know improve. As you know, the tight ends they take a while to improve in the NFL and develop in the NFL. I like Baker. It's still high for me as a quarterback. Um, he had some down weeks last year, but he was a rookie, so I was expected, you know. But still, there's a there's a lot of good things to expect from him just for on paper for what he has. No, no, yeah, I like I like Baker. He's going where he's supposed to be going, you know. Um, and I won't be mad if you select him in the sixth round. Not, not what's mainly. Up. I would only mainly look at him as if I have Odell already. Gotcha. Uh, moving on to uh, other quarterbacks that we have here. So Baker Mayfield, Matt Ryan, seventh round. I mean, for me personally, I start. I like to start looking at my quarterbacks around like the ninth round. Ninth round, personally for me. So, do you know what Matt Ryan ended up as last season? Quarterback two. Quarterback two. I know. So you know he's you know you're getting value. You know you're talking about a quarterback that's going to fifth round. He's he has the weapons. You know, and you know to end up as a quarterback two, you know you're getting him at this round. Why not? You know. He's I going mean, in he's, the seventh round. He's also a quarterback two is going in the fifth. He's also shown some signs of like him not being, you know, doing well. He's had some bad years. I mean, one time he went as like the quarterback, like I think like second overall or third overall, and he ended up like dropping completely. He had a terrible year. Even last year, people thought he wasn't gonna do that good, and he ended up killing. <clears throat> like I drafted him last year, but kind of because he was the best one available. It's not so much that I really wanted him. But yeah. it ended up working out for me, you know? All right. Well, you know, Matt Ryan, I'm not mad at it. You know, they're talking about somebody that what's his floor? You know, what is his low? Is low, you think? Yeah, he's 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 ended up on bad turns before. I'll tell you right now, as I go to the sleeper app and check. Sleeper app. But um yeah, I mean he he's good, but he's not I he's a still an elite quarterback, put it that way. Let me not say he's good. He's still an elite quarterback. He still has a favorable matchup for the season, too. You know, you're talking about the 10th easiest schedule for quarterbacks. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think he's ended up as low. And as he's going to see the Buccaneers twice. Come on. If you look at it this way, in PPR rankings last year, he was a quarterback, too. The year before that, 15. The year before that, two. So, so in 2018, he was the second quarter, quarterback, too. 2017, quarterback, 15. Okay. Quarterback, and then uh, 2016, quarterback, two. 2015, Quarterback nineteen. All right, so this then, is, then, this then, is then, off year. This is off season. Yeah, exactly. So, so quarterback, <laughs> quarterback four in the two thousand fourteen. Quarterback seven, two thousand thirteen. Quarterback fifteen. All right, so yeah. So it's like yeah. That. So this is not a year to take him. <laughs> it's I, next year, I, next and year. I got this all. Look, I got I got all this information real quick. Just by open up the sleep wrap. How yeah. quick? See what I mean by this position ranking? They tell you, you know. I mean, granted, it's quarterback, so they don't fall to this category, but they show you both the position rankings in standard and PPR. So it's been a big difference in points. Even last year, four hundred six points, and then the year before that, two hundred eighty points. Then four hundred and one points, two hundred eighty eight points, two hundred forty two <laughs> points, three hundred nine points. You know. So, uh, uh, so this is Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan's uh, off here. So, I'll Kirk, trade you Kirk, Matt Ryan for Baker Mayfield. No, I'm not, not. doing that. Thank, <laughs> thank you for the stats that you just provided. I'm not doing that. Me and my unless pick. you give me a first round pick. Me nah, that. stop. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. You move on. Not happening. Mm. Uh, Carson Wentz going after him. A lot of people have high expectations for Carson Wentz. We both know that Carson Wentz is a stud. Carson Wentz is a great type of quarterback. Obviously, injury prone is a question for him. Will he last? At towards the end of the season, which two seasons in a row he did not last that much. Yeah, no, nah, he's a quarterback. I'm not really looking for not not because I'm a Giants fan and he's an Eagles quarterback. He is a great quarterback, but 
you know, talk, you know, injuries are concerned. This guy doesn't play, you know, full seasons. You know, look, and right now, even their backup quarterbacks <laughs> are getting injured and uh, injury injured, and they're dropping like flies. You know, they lost their two quarterbacks as well. Yeah, they, they just uh, who they just signed? They just signed this guy that, that out of retirement. Uh, what's his Josh name? McCown? Josh McCown for one year deal. <laughs> one year deal. Hey, so just watch out for Josh McCown. He might end up, you know. Yeah, no, 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 no. Don't look at him. Just stay away. <laughs> All right, moving on for that. Uh, Drew Brees. Drew Brees, not for nothing. I think is going uh, pretty low. Uh, I'm, not, I'm curbing from Drew Brees. Why? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Why? Well, not that age is a factor, but you, that's one of the reasons. But also, I feel like they're running the ball a lot more. And, you know, it just, he, it's not going to be a high power offense. I don't think so. And they don't have enough weapons besides Kamara and Michael Thomas. For them to score a lot of points through the air, who's another weapon for the Saints in the wide receiver? Jared Cook, Trey Quan Smith, Tegan Junior. And what did uh, Drew Brees end up last season as quarterback eight? Yeah. Uh, I, What's I, the I, lowest Drew Brees ever ended up? No, nah, he's been a mis- he's Mister Consistent with quarterback. As What's a quarterback. the lowest he's ever ended up? Quarterback ten, maybe. Quarterback nine. There you go. Since two thousand nine, for ten years. Drew Brees has never ended lower than quarterback nine. You gotta, you gotta add age there, man. Look at Brady. What's what Brady ended up? He ended up outside the top twelve quarterback last season. So, you but, know, you, but it's it's Drew Brees. Like Brady, Brady is a better quarterback. Let's be real, just based on the rings alone. I mean, one hundred percent. But fantasy wise, Drew Brees is a monster. Drewby's is no, uh, he's a you know he is a monster, but he's a quarterback I'm not gonna be looking to, to get, even going in the seventh round. Like there's other there's Cam Newton is a I'd rather wait another round and get and uh, snack Cam Newton over Drewby's because I could see Cam Newton ending up as a top three quarterback. He has the upsides for that, and you know. Look how much Andrew Luck dropped, you know, so. Andrew Luck, as a, see, now let's, let's talk about Andrew Luck because we both know how we feel about the Cam Newton argument. We spoke about it on another show. I don't think there's much value in Cam Newton. I think it's, I don't, I'm not to take anything away from Cam Newton being the quarterback that he is. I just much rather, if I'm going to pick somebody around that point, have Drew Brees, or I much rather wait and get somebody like Jared Goff, Philip, uh, not Philip, well, Philip Rivers, or not for nothing, even Dak Prescott. And I'll explain about Dak Prescott. I want to get to him in a second. Um, you know, uh, like I said, I'd rather wait an extra round and get Jared Goff or I'd rather go around early, like a little bit early, not even so much, you know, a whole round to get Drew Brees. Andrew Luck, there could be a lot of value there. He has dropped significantly because we have seen the scare with the calf injury that turned into a sprained ankle and a small little bone issue just down the third. The thing is with Andrew Luck, um, he... We have seen his problem turn into like a little problem, turn into a big problem that turned into a whole entire year being off in two, only two seasons ago. So that wound is still fresh and it still scares a lot of us. Yes. So with that's why he's dropped as low as he did. If he was 100% healthy, he would probably be my second quarterback off the board. He was going as like number two, number three quarterback. Right. And now with his ankle injury, yeah, he has dropped. So not for nothing, there could be value for Aaron Rodgers there. If you grab Aaron Rodgers, of course, you have to spend the roster spot on another like decent quarterback to have. I think if you grab somebody like Aaron Rodgers, you could probably grab somebody late, 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 like a Mitch Trubisky, like a Josh Allen to, you know, to lighten the load if and when he comes back. I, Andrew Luck, I, I mean. Yeah, I would, assume, I would assume he would come back. But once again, we all probably assumed that before. Is the thing is now. This is the thing that's worrying me is that this injury turned into something being like you know MBD, no big deal, to being like an actual big deal. So that's what's scaring me. Is like <clears throat> how much of this injury is going to pop up more and more that we don't know about. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's concerning. You know, like if you're one of those that are just very daring, and you know, <laughs> you could you could select them here and. Then protect yourself with another quarterback until he gets healthy. Yes, and I, I I agree with that tactic. That's not a bad tactic to take. You know, there's also that's court- if you grab like an Andrew Luck once again. I mean, yeah. if you grab him and he's healthy, he plays as a surefire like top ten running, a top ten quarterback. Because essentially, you're getting him and you snag him in the eighth round. Meanwhile, he was going in the fifth round, so you're already getting him three rounds later. And then by the t- by the time you go to the double digits rounds, you're just pretty much grabbing flyers, right, or handcuffs. So why not grab a a, a, a a handcuff 
for Andrew Luck, especially if you're talking about you, you said um, Trubisky, but you know a player that I like right now is either Jameis Winston or Lamar Jackson, or even Philip mm-hmm. Rivers, who's Mister Consistent. You know he ends up, you know he he's not going to win you leagues, but you know he's also not going to lose you games, game matchups. You know, uh, so those are players mm-hmm. that you could select, and you know once Andrew Luck comes healthy, then if Lamar Jackson or Jameis Winston, one of these quarterbacks, are Playing in a high level, you could probably trade them for uh, so, a low, but let's low be end, real. But let's low be end, uh, uh, wide receiver running back. Now, right? now, now, uh, let's be real though. Let's, let's just let's get it out there. Trade bait for quarterbacks is never really a good move. It that really, is true. it happens. It don't get me wrong. It does happen, but it rarely happens. It, it the reason why it. It rarely happens. And now it depends on your asking, league. If you're in a two QB league, maybe it happens more often. Yeah. The reason why it rarely happens is that you're asking for too much. You're pretty much asking for a dollar for a dollar when a quarterback is really like 50 cents. So, like, you're, if you're expecting to get a running back one in return for the quarterback that, you, you know, uh, that you're trying to trade away, that's not going to happen. That's, no one's going to trade you that. That's... Not that's, even if they're in a that's desperate That's ludicrous mood. on there. Yeah, end, not even know? if it's in a desperate mood. It's just because there's just so many out there. They, they, you know, it's easy to find but, a quarterback off the waiver wire. But you could probably manage and get maybe your handcuff, right? A, a running back handcuff or a flex player for that quarterback. Right. But, that, but, might, but that might happen. But this is, but what, what, what at the end of the nutshell, what we're saying is never good to be like, oh, I got this quarterback for trade bait is unlikely that you will be in a situation where you will get a lot of value from trading out a quarterback. Yeah, don't expect that you'll be able to trade. It's yeah, it's, no, it's don't. not. It's not a likely scenario. You know, most of the times you could just find other quarterbacks that pop up on the waiver wire. You know, for all you know, Sam Donald, who's going undrafted, he could probably end up being doing really well. You pick him off with the waiver wire. You know what I mean? There's a lot of QBs that still go undrafted. Like so. last season, I think in standard, I traded away um, cars. Uh, uh, I traded away uh, Carlos Hyde. Right. For Carson Wentz, mm-hmm. you know, but you're talking about Hyde, who was a, you know, he got, he just finished getting traded to the Jaguars. So I was trading to a Fournette or an owner, you know, right. so that was the reason why that trade happened. Right. And I lost a quarterback, so I just needed a quarterback then. And that's the only reason. And I felt like, you know, with Wentz, I was going to do good, but you know what happened? Got injured. <laughs> yeah, I know. I get it. And um, then I snagged Lamar Jackson. Speaking of a little bit, we skipped over about Russell Wilson. Now, Russell Wilson is another guy that I wouldn't mind taking either. Well, his average ADP right now of 9.10. But he's in the most... This is the thing about Russell Wilson. This is where it's like a little bit uh, makes you worry some about him in a sense, is that he's in the most run-heavy offense in the NFL. They ran the ball for more than half their plays last year. Wilson rushed for 67 times last year. He runs a lot. Now, this is an offense that doesn't throw a ton. I don't see them throwing it so much... Too much. I mean, I see him throwing it enough to make Russell Wilson relevant. I see him running enough to make him himself relevant. But uh, no Doug Baldwin out there. I know they said about DK Metcalf and his surgery. I know people aren't as big as DK Metcalf as I am. I'm a little higher on him. Because if you look at it this way, as much as Russell Wilson, as much as he runs the ball, he was still second last year in deep pass completions. He was even tied for you know third in touchdown completions last year. So for that deep pass completion for you know DK Metcalf being a big guy that he is with a lot of speed on him, I think that's going to help Russell Wilson. You know, like he could throw the ball deep and he could you know he throws it accurate enough. Um, I think he's worth a ninth round pick. I mean, look over the past five years in a total, right? Over the past five years, on average, Russell Wilson ends up as the QB five. Yeah, no, he's good. So, good. so, you know, like uh, around here is when I'm starting to look at quarterbacks anyway. So I, I like Russell Wilson. You know, I, I don't I don't I don't mind him here. I don't mind him at all. I know some people see some regression, a little bit nervous about him with no, you know, not much offensive weapons out there like Tyler Lockett being the number one. But I, I still think Russell Wilson is still a quarterback that finds a way to get things done and to win and to produce fantasy wise. Uh, I, I do like him there. You know, like what is his floor? I don't think he's going to have a horrible season. No, you know? he has a very high floor. You know, he's a you're talking about a very efficient quarterback. Uh last season he was super efficient and you know, he 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 outs, you know, outscored his 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 expectations, especially in a high, you know, run heavy offense, you know. So going as a running back 9, run, running back, I mean, a quarterback 9, a quarterback 11, you're you're getting a player that's that's his floor. Yeah, he you only know, finished outside the top ten once in his career, as and that was in his rookie year. He finished as running as quarterback eleven. That was in his you know rookie year. That's it. All right. So uh, no, he's he's definitely somebody that I'm uh, 
I, I wouldn't mind to get when it comes around to that range because now we're starting to look at those people. You know what I mean? But a player that I, a quarterback that I probably would go for right now, it's really Jared Goff. Jared Goff, I haven't ranked over Russell Wilson, of course. Yes. I'm just saying, you know, obviously with that offense that's there, you know, uh, but I think Russell Wilson is a better quarterback than Jared Goff. I just think the whole offense of the Rams is too good to pass on Jared Goff. Jared Goff's got to throw the ball to all these, like, you know, like who, who is more likely to end up as a quarterback one? To me, Russell Wilson, because he's done it more. In a run-heavy offense? Russell Wilson, we know more about. We Off the bat, just NFL-wise, Russell Wilson's a better quarterback than Jared Goff. Right or wrong? That is true. Okay, so that's why he's more likely to do it, because he's done it. He, we, we know more about him. He's done more with less. The reason Jared Goff is ranked over him is because of the fact that Jared Goff's in a very good offense with extremely good offensive weapons. Yeah, but Russell Wilson also lost... Doug Baldwin. That's what I'm saying. We know Russell Wilson to do more with less. If I have, if I'm, if I'm a better man, I'll go with Jared Goff here. He has more of the weapons. We, I, I, I just trust Russell Wilson way more than Jared Goff. I have Jared Goff ranked higher, but if you're telling me who's more likely to be a quarterback one, I would pick Russell Wilson because we know more about Russell Wilson. He's a better quarterback than Jared Goff, and he's shown to do more with less. Jared Goff has more, but Jared Goff is not as good as a quarterback as Russell Wilson in real life football. We're not talking fantasy wise. I mean, real life football. So because of that, I'm more comfortable and confident with Russell Wilson. But since this is fantasy, Jared Goff is a guy that I'm still more comfortable with Russell Wilson because you know, Jared, Jared Goff, you know, as the, as the rookie that, and not the rookie, but still the youngster that he is, he hasn't, you know, like I said, he's only fallen out. Russell Wilson's only fallen outside the top 10 once in his career. That's fine. Jared Goff has only made the top 10 once in his career. Yeah. He went from quarterback 37 to quarterback 12. Now seventh last year. I get it. But, you know, like. Yeah, he Russell, was playing with a bad coach. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, but we know more what Russell Wilson could do with his coach. We know more about well, it. Well, I like the weapons that the Rams have. So that, you know. That's you, why we have him ranked higher. Yeah. But no. I'm just saying we know more about Russell Wilson. We have more to trust in Russell Wilson. You understand what I'm saying? We both have him higher. I like Russell Wilson. Goff is the guy that I get. You know, I, I understand if you go with Wilson because he's, you know, more of a you know, a, 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 a sure shot for you. You know that he's not going to end up as, you know, he's not going to bust for you. So he's that's a safer fine. bet. Yeah. He's a safer bet for you. So, okay. All right. Uh, Kyler Murray, you're staring, you're staring clear from him. You're not getting him, especially with his last performance. Oh, right? no, yeah. I think I think, I think, think Kyler Murray has, is way too high for me. Way, way, way too, we, we know way too little about him, the coach, the offense. So it's way too much for me to get Kyler Murray. All right, cool. Uh, another guy that's going there really low. Uh, we know that we like um, Philip Rivers. We like all these guys that are going low. We like Lamar Jackson. We like Philip Rivers. We like um, James Dak- Winston. We, I don't like James Winston. You don't like James Winston. He's going to play for a horrible team. That's the defense that's going to allow a lot of points. I think he's going to be playing from I, behind. Look at what Ryan Fitzpatrick did. You know, I think. And but and, there's a whole new offense. I think Bruce Arians only going to improve James Winston. I've been burned by James Wilson before. There's a lot of great these great QBs to go late that I am not comfortable with going as James Winston as my QB one. I am not. So you're comfortable getting Philip Rivers? A hundred percent comfortable getting Philip Rivers. Why where, would it not be? Where does he like? When was the last time he ended up as a top six quarterback? As a top six? Yeah. Where did you get these numbers from? Who says this stuff? <laughs> Who says this? Oh, top six? Because on th- average, over the past ten years, Russell Philip Rivers has ended as quarterback ten. Okay. Over the past ten years, he ends up as I don't quarterback want a, ten. I don't want a quarterback ten. I want a quarterback six, top six. Oh my god, where are you I'm getting these numbers runs. from? Stop, stop. I'm, go, I'm trying to get home runs. I don't, I'm trying, I don't know where you're getting these I'm numbers from. Win the Who says right that? Now. Who says top six? Who has ever in your life? Ever, what have you ever heard? Top six that are alive. <laughs> where are you getting these numbers from? Because it's stop. T- top twelve, half of that. If you're going, I want, I want a, a QB A one. That's what I want. So then spend, and, so spend your money on Pat Mahomes if you want a surefire QB A one. What I'm saying, I want, is, to hit, I want to hit for the fences and Philip Rivers that, is that going like in is, the eleventh round. He's going as quarterback fifteen over the past ten years. He's averaged as quarterback ten. He's averaging the top ten over the past ten years. Going as quarterback fifteen. You're telling me you're not confident with that? Let me buy some shares of Jameis Winston and Lamar Jackson. Those are the two players that I would select. You know, if I miss the boat on Jared Goff, Jameis Winston, 
he's going to get the attempts, the passing attempts. Is he going to throw a lot of interceptions? Yes. He is going to throw a lot of interceptions. The only but person to throw more interceptions than him is Ben Roethlisberger. So, but, and look where Ben Roethlisberger ended up as a quarterback. What, and three? Ben Roethlisberger also had the, you know, like, first of all, let me, let me, what is the highest James Winston has ever finished in his career? Quarterback seven. 13. 13? In his rookie year. He went from 13 <laughs> to 16 to 22 and then right back to 22. All right, give me give me Lamar Jackson. Dude. All right, see, and you're telling me about James. I I am James Winston has burned before. I trust Bruce Arian. I think Bruce Arian is going to improve that offense. I generally do. That's why the hence that you know you love Chris Godwin the way you do. This is why I like Chris Godwin and I like Mike Evans. But James Winston has burned the highest he's ever finished was quarterback thirteen. That was his rookie year. That's it, and he just dropped from there. He wasn't even. He was. Fighting for a starting position with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I know that. Ryan Fitzpatrick was threatening his job. You're telling me this year that you trust a quarterback who was being threatened by Ryan Fitzpatrick? Listen, he's in... This team sucks, and he's going to get opportunity to throw that ball. You're telling he, me that any time that Ryan Fitzpatrick threatens your job, you'd rather have game. him. He was number one in Does yards. Ryan Fitzpatrick, what, he, was, he was going as a top quarterback at the beginning. Ryan Fitzpatrick, he was... Would you draft was, him this year? Who, Ryan Fitzpatrick? Right. No, nah, he plays for the Dolphins. But you'll draft the guy that he threatened his job to. Yeah, James. All right, that's what I'm saying. This makes you no know, sense. You no, know, nah, but you know why they uh, they were concerned with James Winston because he was going on his last year of his contract, and if he has gotten hurt, they had to guarantee him that contract. They, they weren't were playing him, him because Dirk Ryan Cutter, Fitzpatrick was out playing him. Dirk Cutter also was in his last year of his contract, so he was playing for his job. Ryan Fitzpatrick was out playing. He's playing for his job, and he ended up as quarterback twenty-two. I'm talking about Dirk Cutter. That's the reason why he played Ryan Fitzpatrick as well. Because you know, so I because think it was more of Ryan Fitzpatrick was outplaying him. I, I think it was just because they, they, they didn't want him to get hurt and then guarantee his contract for this season. He was outplaying him. All right. He was outplaying him. All right, all right. You're telling me you won't take Ryan Fitzpatrick, but you will take the guy that Ryan Fitzpatrick threatened his job to. That makes no sense to me. I want it makes no sense to me whatsoever. No shares of Jameis Winston. I don't understand how you could trust Jameis Winston more than somebody like Dak Prescott. I mean, more or 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 even Philip Rivers, Dak Prescott, even Dak Prescott. Not for nothing, man. Dak Prescott. I said this. I know it before. I'm not thrilled about saying it. Me being a Giants fan, I get it and all stuff about it. He's not worth 40 mil this and third. I get it, but I said it. If you look at the website, if you check out betterfantasybureau.com, you see what I wrote about Dak Prescott there. And I said, on average in his career, he's ended up as QB9. There's been no other quarterback in history that has more wins, touchdowns, and less interceptions combined than Dak in his first three years. It's also what he does on the ground. The man has scored at least six touchdowns in the past three years. He has scored six touchdowns consecutively in three years. I don't think any other quarterback has ever done that. Three straight years of six rushing touchdowns. That means a lot when you're touching down, when you're touching down, rushing touchdowns at six points for you. That means a lot. The guy gives you good fantasy numbers over his career, averages 17.3 fantasy points per game. Not crazy, crazy numbers, but good enough to be quarterback 10. If he, he has one of the top 10 offensive lines protecting him, you know what I mean? Uh, he has an okay, you know, okay wide receiver core. Nothing great besides Amari Cooper, you know, Randall Cobb. The slot players aren't really using that much. But on average, this guy goes up 9.7 spots of his ADP. On average, he beats out his ADP by 9.7 spots. So that's pretty much saying right now this year, he's going as a quarterback eight. That means he'll end up as a quarterback nine or a quarterback eight this year even. Dak, Dak Prescott. No, I, I like that. I like it. I, I like um you know, he, he's, you're getting value with somebody, someone that's going as a quarterback 18. And if he can end up as a top 12 quarterback, that's fine. Could, yeah, on average, he ends up as a quarterback nine. And then, like I said, he his he beats his ADP by 9.7. That's what he's been trending since he came to the league. Yeah. That's good. Kirk Cousins is even somebody that I like here. Uh, you know, his he's going as a quarterback 20. He's somebody that I like as the quarterback 20. Once again, I like Kirk. When I'm saying I like guys like Kirk Cousins or Dak Prescott and even Phillip Rivers, I mean, Phillip Rivers is a great quarterback, all this and that. I know we're out of time. We're going to rush this along. But remember, it's just because I love them more at their ADP. 
It's not so much how much they're going to kill or how great they're going to do. For what they cost, for what you're getting, you're getting a great price for these QBs. You know what I mean? No, and that's fair to say. You know, if they end up as a top 12 quarterback, you're getting these guys in the later rounds. Yeah. You know, like, are they going to be league winners where they're going to end up being less like the top three quarterbacks? Not maybe, but not likely. Not likely. Not likely. Agree. Yes, likely. but it's possible. It's not out of the realms of a possibility, right? But you know the difference between you know being a quarterback six of last season to a quarterback twelve. You're talking about only. Uh, I'm doing some math right now. So, oh god, like twenty two points. Twenty two right. points. No, no, I get it. You know, so it's not that much. So let, let, let's finish off with this. You know, because so we agree that you know if you look at the website, you see QBs to take late. Uh, you know, we also do like Trubisky. We like Josh Allen. Uh, you know, but we, you know, there's some honorable mentions, people there, you know, not for nothing. Nick Foles is also somebody that I would possibly even look at. I mean, I don't believe in the Jaguars offense might be getting better, but the fact alone is that, you know, uh, he has a good slot receiver and they face the, the what is thought to be the easiest schedule for quarterbacks. And he's currently going undrafted Nick Foles. He's somebody who could pick in the waiver wire. Maybe, you know what I mean? With this being said, let's wrap it up like this. This is what I heard from the fantasy footballers podcast, right? This is something to keep in mind while we say wait on the quarterbacks. Listen to this, Alex. Last year, there were 33 weeks of 30-plus fantasy points performances by QBs. That's a lot. 33 weeks of 30-plus fantasy points performances by QBs. There was just one QB last year taken in the top 12 ADP and finished above their average draft position. Just one. That was Andrew Luck. He was the only one. He was, taken, he was drafted as a quarterback eight, and he finished as a quarterback four. He's the only one to finish it above. All the other QBs ended up on average seven spots below their average ADP. So, for example, last year, Aaron Rodgers went as the quarterback one. He ended up as the quarterback seven. Yeah. So that just shows last year the top 12 ranked QBs, only one finished higher than he was ranked. Everybody else, for the most part, finished lower. Which which means that... Even selecting Mahomes might be a hundred percent, but like, but you know, I, I think the biggest case, bust. the big, like, you know, no, not a bust, I, I sh- but there's the very unlikely for that. No, no, like might just you know, un- he's gonna underperform his ADP that year. I strongly doubt that. I a hundred percent sure. I, I, I'll put a bet on it that he's not gonna underperform because, like I said, you take away fifteen touchdowns, he's still QB one. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Uh, but uh, the point is, wait for a quarterback. Wait for a quarterback. We gave you a great list of quarterbacks. Take late. Unlike Marquette, you telling you to take Jameis Winston, don't do that. But, you know. All right. Well, Jameis Winston is not my guy. But Lamar Jackson. You could, you could select Lamar Jackson. I'd much Jackson. rather have Lamar Jackson, Jameis Winston. All day. Give me Lamar Jackson. I'd much right? rather Lamar Jackson, Jameis Winston. All right. That's the show here, party people. Once again, follow us at BNB Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, hit us up any single time. Check out the website, betterfantasybureau.com. Sign up for the newsletter. And rate us, review us, keep in touch with the starting people. Success nonetheless. Rush up your face. Peace.